0: Welcome in, everybody. It's another episode here. And Cole and I are not alone. We got a third person sitting here at the table. Good friend of the show. And uh, unfortunately for this season, a UVA fan. Madison Messinger has joined us here on the show.
1: Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me on.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Anytime, man. So anytime we can get, you know make ourselves feel better. You know, currently UVA's not doing so hot and better than West Virginia. So I'm just glad <laughs> <laughs> I was about
2: to say, what's UVA's record and what's, what's they Virginia's are two record and right six. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So
0: I, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah. You feel my pain. You understand, you understand what's going on. So, but, uh, yeah, somebody didn't have to feel the pain of loss this week.
2: And we ain't going to feel it next week either, but you know, that's for the Wednesday show. That's, um, that's for future cold, worry about and stress about. Um, Sunday, Cole, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm just chilling. I'm feeling good about I myself. At you were
0: favored in your bye week.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were favored by 12 and we yeah. covered. <laughs> I hear you.
0: I hear you. All right. For that, I'm Owens Pelnik.
1: My name's Cole Connor. My name's Madison Messenger. And this is the Panther Pod.
2: All right. Starting things off, uh, Taking it to the Big Ten, Ohio State and Penn State, number two ranked at the time, well and still, number two ranked Ohio State, took down number 13 at the time, ranked uh, Penn State 44-31. to 31. Um, Did y'all watch this game? No. Hey. Oh, I, kn- I know why you didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I was You're out of town Rock this weekend. weekend. But hey, Cole, I got
0: a question for you. Hmm. You spell your name with an L, right? I do. Yep, yep. How do you spell Owen? With a dub? With a dub? I would make the it's exact my first, It's my first dub of the week? Whatever. Whatever. My first dub of the week? Whatever.
2: Whatever.
0: Ohio State. I will
2: eat my words. I And I said that last. I said that on Wednesday. I would eat my words. Um, yeah, Ohio State creamed them. 44-31. 44-31. Um, JT, and I know I'm going to butcher his last name, but. Two of Malau, two of Maloa, something like that. Um, absolutely dominated. Two interceptions as a defensive lineman. Uh, forced fumble, two fumble recoveries, and I think he had – I'm looking at his sacks now. Um, six total tackles, three solos, two sacks, and three tackles for loss. What a
0: monster. Yeah. What a monster on the other side of the and ball and
2: a defensive touchdown <laughs> as a defensive end. That is a scary force of nature. Good. Samoans are built differently.
0: Goodness gracious! Do you realize that like he had just as many touchdowns as Justin Fiel- or uh, CJ Justin Fields? Whoops, <laughs> <The> <laughs> brother, brother, <laughs> um, CJ Stroud did. Uh, during yeah, this game, I was
2: about to say, kind of a weak performance. He from, had the
0: yards for it, just not yeah, not find the points.
2: The, couldn't find the red zone. They had to rely on the run for that one, and I mean, thank God it was there.
0: Yeah, Travion Henderson, sixteen carries for seventy-eight yards and two touchdowns. And then we got uh, Williams for Penn State, Mayan Williams uh, uh, for Ohio State. For Ohio State, my bad. Mm. Um, two carries, in nine the bag yards. Early. Yeah, I hear you. Two two carries, nine yards, and a touchdown as well. So, I mean, and, you know, with as many points that you don't, know, there's that's only, uh, let's see here. Uh, offense that's only combined. 28, 28 yeah, points 28 right there. 28 points, yeah. So the rest, you get one one more on defense, mm-hmm. and then uh, one or two more on defense, I think. And you just, I mean, dominant perform overall, just a complete game played by Ohio State.
2: Yeah.
0: And Penn State hung right in there with them for a little while. Sean Clifford was 32 for 47. Three seventy one, three touchdowns. However, my man was three for three on the day. Three interceptions. That's not going to win you many ball games, especially when you're playing
2: uh, <laughs> mm, finger licking good, Jameis Winston, baby. Oh Let's my. eat a W. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Sean Clifford is you're he ridiculous. available next year? Saints draft him? Oh my gosh, you're you're ridiculous. My eyes are the game. Um, but no, I mean C.J. Stroud, despite kind of rough play from him, um which again not really that rough play 26 for 33 354 yards one touchdown. Yeah. Like he had a solid QBR and they
1: won the game by two possessions. I mean,
0: I mean Catron yeah. Allen for Penn State had 12 carries, 76 yards and a touchdown. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I watched that ge- I watched the second half of that game. And I mean Penn State had the lead 21 to 16 with 9 minutes left and it was looking up for Penn State but then they just started causing and turnovers, and it ended up being in their territory. And just Ohio State just turned right right back around and scored right on them just two yeah. or three times right in a row, and they just could never get back from that.
0: Well, we'll go, and we've said, you know, like, magic rule of thumb for football is establish the ground game, don't turn the ball over. And you're going to win a lot of football games oh, if yeah, you do that.
2: Absolutely.
0: However, Ohio State did not establish a ground game. Only 98 yards on the ground versus Penn State's 111 yards.
2: Yeah, but look at Ohio State's red zone efficiency versus Penn State's red zone efficiency. Exactly. Like, or not red zone efficiency, excuse me, uh, rush, efficient, rush efficiency in the red zone. Yes. Like, they had three touchdowns, whereas Penn State only had one from Catron Allen. Exactly. So. Right.
0: Overall, Penn State had 482 offensive yards. 371 of that came through the air. And then we just talked about the 111 that came on the ground, and they averaged about six yards of play. So, every two plays, they get in the first down. However, Ohio State had 452 total yards of offense, 354 354 through the air, 98 on the ground, but they were averaging seven and a half per play. Mm. And honestly, like, Penn State had more first downs, more time of possession, about a minute more, but still. They had less penalties. They punted the ball the same amount. They were more efficient on fourth down, three for four. They went. Uh, they were th- six of 16 on third down. But where it really hurt them is they had four turnovers, yeah. a fumble and three interceptions. You're not going to win many football games against Ohio State. I think and I think if you eliminate those four turnovers, Penn State wins the game.
2: When's, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Wins the game. Is that next weekend? That or weekend is the after?
0: final. That that is rivalry week. That is the final week. Gotcha. That's still a okay, couple so weeks. So we're a few weeks out. Yeah, that's. But still. it's
2: definitely it's building to that at this point. It, it's like November twenty sixth. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Undefeated mm-hmm. Ohio State and undefeated Michigan. It's gonna be. It's gonna be
1: great. This. Those year. are only two teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Only two teams that matter. It was Michigan State yeah, last and year. We
2: saw what happened this week. Uh, yeah. Which we'll talk about here in a bit. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. Not saying that C.J. Stroud had a bad game at all, especially when you're comparing his stat line to our next quarterback we're talking about, Anthony Richardson. Um, just been inconsistent all season. Uh, Georgia, number one ranked Georgia, uh, obviously helmed by Stetson Bennett, has that ground game, has the defense, probably going to be favored in the national championship this year. Um, Georgia beats Florida 42-20. to 20. Georgia improves to 8-0, 5-0 in conference. Uh, Florida falls to 4-4, 1-4 in conference. A lot of that has to do on the throwing arm of Anthony Richardson. I mean, I'm just putting it plain and simple. Not necessarily this week. He did his job. But season long, it's been an issue.
0: But was there really any question that Georgia was going to no, lose this game? No, absolutely not. Like, like, be honest. Like, was there any question of that?
2: No, absolutely not. I mean – Uh, Just looking at the stats, Stetson Bennett didn't have too hot of a showing. I mean, Anthony Richardson went 18 for 37, 271, and one touchdown, Uh, QBR 48. Stetson Bennett, 19 for 38, 316 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. That's
0: brutal. Georgia had a a total of three turnovers in this game, one fumble fumble lost, and then – Stetson Bennett, obviously, with those two interceptions thrown. So, I mean, Georgia not did not play their best game against Florida, but didn't really show any weakness because it's 28 uh, – yeah, it's, 20, it's 28-3 going into halftime. Yeah. Florida comes back, they score 17, Georgia scores seven, but, I mean, at that point you've only got 20. By the time yeah. they've got by – the, by the time they've scored 20 in the third quarter – they're still up two – Georgia's still up two scores. Yeah, Georgia could have went home at halftime. Exactly. Yeah. And then fourth quarter, Georgia scores really to seal the game up, and Florida just has no chance. Florida now uh, drops to four and four. let Let's think of the word there. Anthony Richardson wasn't terrible, mm-hmm. but he wasn't great either. Didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. He was 18 Next for week. 37. seven. Two. I hear you. I hear you. He's 18 for 37. 271 through the air, and a touchdown. Uh, they had one rushing touchdown by, oh gosh, Trevor. ETN. What, ETN. ETN. Trevor ETN, thank you. Uh, 11 carries for 53 yards, and he had that, the lone touchdown. You know, I Florida is improving. They're certainly improving. after Which is scary. Which is, which is scary. All of a sudden, the SEC East looks like the SEC East of old, with Tennessee now on the rise. Florida on the rise. Georgia's good. Florida's not on the rise. Florida is Florida is on the rise, meaning they are getting better. They you know they're not champion, national championship or even SEC championship level, but they have a chance to beat Kentucky, which they they almost did. They gave Tennessee a scare. Um, I don't know if they've played South Carolina yet or no. That's
2: not. Uh, I think that's in rivalry week. I'm not mistaken. Uh,
0: no, they play. They play, play Florida State. They play Florida State in rivalry week. Next oh week Lord. they play Texas A and M. Then they play South Carolina, and then they get Vanderbilt. So yeah, but uh, here's the thing: I could so easily, I could so easily see Florida going seven and five this year. With a, they could beat Texas A and M, possibly lose to South Carolina, beat Vanderbilt, beat Florida State.
2: I don't know. I don't think they pick up the win against Florida State. I think they finish. Um, would that be six and six? That'd be six and six. Be six, and six. They'd
0: yeah. be at five hundred, which is not bad for <clears throat> Billy Napier. Billy no. Napier's first season down there. So,
1: and Anthony Richardson's only a sophomore. Exactly.
0: So. He can only get better with time. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. I don't want to. Please no. Um, yeah. Georgia did show some weakness though with this
2: game. Yeah.
1: But their rushing kept a minute. They're I re- mean two hundred thirty nine versus a hundred yards rushing.
2: Yeah. Well, Plus, you have two backs that are cracking the doorstep of 100 yards anyway and both scoring right. multiple touchdowns. Right. Um, it definitely offsets Stetson Bennett's bad day. But I think that the player that kept him in this game, Brock Bowers.
1: Mm-hmm. Five
2: receptions, 154 yards, one touchdown with a long of 73.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Georgia had total uh Georgia had five hundred and fifty five total offensive yards mm, yesterday. Brutal. Three hundred and sixteen through the air, and just like Madison said, two thirty nine on the ground. Yeah, Florida, those are rookie
2: numbers. You gotta bump those yeah, up. Uh, Florida,
0: um gosh, man, gotta really bump these up. Three seventy one of total offensive yards. Come on, guys. Really just I mean that's
2: terrible for the SEC. Yeah,
0: come on. <laughs> SEC no defense? I'm sorry, what? Big 12? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> SEC is the new Big 12?
0: Yeah, that's why they're bringing in Oklahoma and Texas, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, we see how well that's working for Oklahoma this year. And
0: Texas. Yeah. Um, Horns down, by the way. Horns down. Always. Georgia was more efficient on fourth down, two of three. They ran a total of 78 plays. They only punted the ball three times. So Florida did stop that Georgia, that Georgia offense there for a little bit. Georgia... Was also a little bit more disciplined. Only four penalties for forty uh, for forty yards. However, That's what though, you
2: expect with Kirby Smart? Yeah.
0: However, though, Florida did. I mean, I said Georgia, correct? Yes. Okay. Florida did have seven penalties for fifty-three yards. So not drastic, but you do have those three extra penalties. But like I said, Georgia turned the ball over three different times. They still won the game. Uh, they had an average time. They had a total time possession of thirty-one minutes versus Florida's 28 minutes. Florida stat line. If you look at this, I mean, I would have thought it would have been closer than
2: 42-20. I don't know. I mean, Anthony Richardson his yards had a lot to desire, especially on the other side of the ball from Stetson Bennett. Now, granted, it's a 40-yard difference. Um but I just they couldn't find the they couldn't find the end zone and Georgia's in, uh, red zone defense proved that they were still deserving of that number one spot in the nation. That's what carried them to the national championship last year and probably gonna what it probably is what's gonna carry them to the national championship this year again. If if they don't lose to Tennessee. If they don't lose to Tennessee and if they don't also fumble the bag against Ohio State. Exactly. And it all depends on how they're ranked at the end of the season two in the top four as well.
0: But I'm what I'm saying is if they lose to Tennessee and Alabama wins out. Now you're looking. At, just, just listen to me. Just listen to me. Listen to me. If if Alabama wins out, they would be a one loss Alabama going to the SEC championship game. They're not going to
2: win out because they're going to lose next week. But okay. anyway, that's fun. <laughs> they,
0: they, if they, if they win out, that's a one loss Alabama could go into the SEC championship game because they're the top team in the West. Tennessee wins out. They're obviously going to go to the SEC championship. They're going to be top team in the East. I don't see how a Georgia team or a Georgia team that doesn't even make it to the SEC championship game is runner up in their division makes it into the playoffs. Like if you, you don't if you don't make an appearance in that championship game, I don't see how you get a um, how you get a playoff bid. And that's what people are talking about right now with Tennessee. Is if Georgia beats Tennessee and Alabama wins out. Tennessee's not going to get in the playoffs because they don't even sniff the SEC championship game. So this very well could be a scenario for Georgia if they do, in fact, lose to Tennessee. Now, the big question is in that battle is, okay, if if one of one of these teams is going to lose next week, obviously, whether yeah. that be Tennessee or Georgia, really, at that point, the deciding factor is Alabama. But, yeah. even, but even then, I, w- I would say, too, is more than likely whoever loses this game next week, that's they're, they're – Postseason hopes—it's they're still going to maybe get a good ball game, possibly a New Year Six that isn't a playoff game. Yeah, but I mean, uh, if you lose this game next week, more than likely you're not making a run for a national championship. But you never know in this 14 playoff. It's—I'd say if we were in the 12 team, they would have no worries. But at this point, if you lose this game, you're not going. I, I would say you're probably not going to. Which is wild to the consider? National they're both
2: undefeated and such great teams.
0: They are great teams, but it, I've always said, if you don't have a conference championship, you don't get to play for a national champ. You don't get to play for a national championship. It's ridiculous that Georgia is the twenty 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 one twenty twenty two national champs, but Alabama is the twenty twenty one twenty twenty two SEC champs. That makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah,
2: because the SEC is the best.
0: Don't give me that. Don't give me that.
2: Who does
1: Alabama Best have to – don't don't give, don't give me that. Don't
0: give me that. Don't give me that.
1: I do think Tennessee, if they lose to Georgia, they could still make the college football playoffs. Only if Alabama, like say Alabama and Georgia get to the SEC championship game, Alabama loses again to Georgia – then that, I think that would slide Tennessee into that fourth spot. That's yeah. a
0: possibility because then you'd have a two-loss Alabama.
1: Yeah, and one thing that helps too is Michigan and Ohio State play in the regular season, yeah, so they're most likely going to stop play – in the Big 10 if I'm thinking right.
0: Well, no cuz they're they're in the same division
2: Are they? the East. So whoever wins that game See, that is that'll is throw it in. It, that'll east. that'll throw Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. whoever's going whoever wins Which, that game is wins the Big 10 essentially.
0: Possibly. <clears throat> it all depends on how Illinois plays, you know, <laughs> cuz apparently Illinois is the team to beat in the West. <laughs>
2: Are but, you saying that Illinois is on the same level as Ohio State did or Michigan? I am not say that. <laughs> I'm
0: not saying that. But it is college football and and, and any any week, any week, something uh, wild can happen. We've seen this. This is like 2007.
1: Kansas State all and Oklahoma State.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kansas, Kansas State and Oklahoma State. Unless your team name is Kentucky, and then you get demolished by Tennessee. Exactly. Speaking of Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tennessee wins 44-6. to I'm going to be real honest, and, I, and we were all talking about it, and I think, Messi, you said it. Um when they made their entrance, and as soon as they posted that they were doing the blackout for Halloween, yeah, I, I knew in my mind they were not losing this game. No. Tennessee, Tennessee by, by 100. 100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jinx, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, and also, if anybody doesn't know, I am also messy. That is my nickname. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yes. I should have, I should have <laughs> explained that a Clarified.
0: little bit more. Uh, so, Kentucky loses this game, and overall, I, here's – I. I just think Tennessee is just too, was just too hot to handle. Will Levis had a horrendous yeah. day. 16 for 27, 98 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Right, That right there, had I not seen the score mm. of this game, that right there is going to tell me, yeah, Kentucky lost this game, and they probably lost badly.
2: Oh, my God, they missed an extra point.
0: Because, yeah, you would know something about that, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> oof! But I mean, just reading that stat line ultimately would uh, Cole's Cole's very upset over here. <laughs> Cole's Cole's incredibly upset over there. I know more about blocking them than I do missing them, but you know what? It is <laughs> it is what it is. But um, what?
2: You just got me. Yeah, yeah. Dang! From the top rope. <laughs> Out of nowhere, <laughs> out of nowhere, um, man, that's brutal. Um, now, Chris Rodriguez. Yeah, by one say point. Is. He's he's about the only Kentucky player that contributed. Um, that was fif- a bright spot last yeah. uh, Saturday night. Fifteen carries for sixty-four yards and
1: one touchdown. Because yep. he had the only touchdown.
0: He had the only touchdown. They still missed the field goal, and that was in the first quarter. However, though. Hendon Hooker for Tennessee. My God. 19 for 25. 245 yards through the air. Three touchdowns. Not Through a, the air. Through the air. Yeah. Not a single interception. Oh, oh,
2: and Cole, Cole, didn't he score
0: another touchdown as well? Yeah,
2: 10 carries, 23 yards, one touchdown on the ground. Wow. Wow. Yeah, dude's out here trying to play like Jaden Daniels, man.
0: Mm. Hokie fans, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> that uh, your old coach, Justin Ooh. Fuente, wouldn't even start him. Had him on the bench. <laughs> um, all the smoke podcast? All, we, we want the smoke podcast. Uh, Jalen Wright, also for Tennessee, man. Seven carries, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Hand hooker, obviously, we just touched on him. Uh, Princeton <laughs> fat, uh, or fant, sorry. Yeah. Princeton fant, uh, one, he had one carry. Two yards and a touchdown, so right there on goal, uh, yeah, goal, goal line. Yeah, goal line school. stuff.
2: But um, um, Jalen Hyatt, again, again showing you how stacked this Tennessee offense is. Five receptions, 138 yards, two touchdowns with a long of 55 in there. And I saw that 55 yard touchdown because I was watching this game for some unearthly reason, <laughs> and Hyatt just absolutely cut up the secondary. They made they had a huge key where they did. Um, like a bubble screen? Yeah. Oh, I know about Neil those. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know about those. Neil Brown's
2: favorite play. Um, they did a bubble screen, and Hyatt took off instead of acting like he was blocking. Like he did a release, and... I think the safety bit in the corner bit on the bubble screen, mm-hmm. and Hyatt was just wide open and streaking.
0: I'm telling you what, Hyatt is making himself known for the Blitnikoff Award, yeah, uh, for loud sure. and proud for sure. Heisman, maybe that I'm not for sure. Right now, Heisman is mostly reserved for a quarterback at yeah. this point in time. I really would love to see a defensive player win it one year. You know that I think that would be really cool to see a defensive player win. Last one
2: was Charles Woodson.
0: Uh, I. I want to say I think uh, so. It's been a while. Messi, you yeah. can be our stats guy for this for this one to figure it out. My bad. I keep kicking your mic over here. I'm so sorry. It's uh, all good. Tennessee absolutely dominated offensively on this. I got 422 you. total yards of offense. Yes,
2: he did. 240. Oh, he was. Yeah, Charles Woodsman. uh Charles Woodson won the Heisman. I don't he, I think he was the only defensive player to ever win the Heisman. What
0: what year was that? Uh Why are you I'm Why are you, you asking me? I'm putting you on the spot because you got that oh, right in front of you right now. Uh, 1997. 1997. Okay, so, wow. 20. Oh gosh, my math. 25 years ago. Yeah. Go. Okay, cool. Look at me. I did math. Thanks. <laughs> um,
2: and yeah, no. He was the first one. I think he's the only one.
0: Wow. Uh, Tennessee had a total of 245 passing yards compared to Kentucky's 98. Uh, Tennessee also had 177 rushing yards. Kentucky had 107 rushing yards. So, I mean, they didn't do terrible on the ground, but they weren't Tennessee with 177, almost 200 yards rushing on the ground. Uh, Let's see, what else here? Didn't turn the ball over. Kentucky, Cole, how, how many minutes, total time possession, how many minutes do you think Kentucky had the ball?
2: Probably like 12. Kentucky <laughs> had
0: the ball for 35 minutes. How? How, many, how, how? how many minutes
2: do you think Tennessee had the ball? Uh, if Kentucky had it for 35, Tennessee had it for 25.
0: Tennessee had it for, for just under 25 minutes, 24 yeah. minutes, 49 seconds. And That's wild. And won the game.
2: but the, They were just bombing it down the field the entire yeah. time. Yeah
1: just because they can because yeah. they can
0: I mean who's going to stop them Alabama obviously not yeah. but I mean if in a, also if I'm correct here I believe that Hendon Hooker has not thrown an interception this game or this year Uh I think he has I'm He he mistaken. has one he has one yeah. interception and I believe that's uh in the Alabama game that he had that interception Yeah Yeah one one interception. Yeah. That's – wow. He is 21 for one.
2: Oh, and sorry, in that same game, I mean, you know, just five touchdowns to make up for it.
0: To the
1: same person.
2: To the same person. Yeah. To the same person. Brutal.
0: For over 200, 200 yards right there. Brutal. Absolutely brutal.
1: One thing, too, that's interesting about the Kentucky and uh, Tennessee game is Tennessee only had 19 first downs compared to Kentucky's 14. Hmm. So they just they just get down the field quick.
0: Yeah, they just get down or they just bomb it, you know. Yeah, like yeah. you said, like Hi's well, down
1: there somewhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's very much the Kyler Murray, um, DeAndre Hopkins. It's yeah. like ah, D hop's down there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Or
0: or like what Joe Burrow said last year at the press conference, it's like, Ah, screw it. Jamar's down there somewhere, you know. Like, yeah. like that's 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 all too, and that's so nice.
2: Joe Burrow.
0: <laughs> Joe Burrow, <laughs> yep. Still a Tiger, just not for the LSU Tigers. And he's not a Saint either. (laughs) He's not a Saint either. Anyway. Nope. Um, Speaking of Saints, Oklahoma State needed a few on Saturday. (laughs) Oh. Total. (laughs) Not this year. (laughs) Not this year. (laughs) 48 to nothing. Kansas State beats Oklahoma State.
2: Oh, and correct. And, Messi, if you're looking at it, too, correct me if I'm wrong. um, Oklahoma State was number nine in the country, right? Yes. Correct, nine. Yep. Yeah not anymore not anymore wow that is um that is brutal mm i i have no words
0: i was yeah well i was at camp this weekend i kept looking up at the score and it's like 14 nothing first time i checked it and i was like okay i mean that's unusual but i mean i can believe 14 nothing oklahoma state is going to be in the half-time. yeah I I, I, I can I can believe Oklahoma State being down by fourteen. You know they were down for a little bit these past couple games, so they'll come back and win it. It'll be okay. I I mean you know I, I think fourteen nothing nothing to worry about at that because it's first quarter. Yeah, nothing right. to worry about.
1: Right. I was think, I was thinking it's going to be a typical Big Twelve game where it's, you know it's going to be forty eight to forty nine. Oh,
0: it was it was for Kansas State. <laughs> just not for <laughs> just, <laughs> just not for Oklahoma. Kansas State, State
1: delivered. Did they yeah, cover? O- Oklahoma State <laughs> did not.
0: Uh, That's what I'm looking at now. I can't tell. I don't know what the. I can't remember what the over under was. I want to say it was like 55. So I don't think they covered.
2: (laughs) They almost did.
0: They yeah. I I think they almost did, but I don't. I don't think they did. Spencer Sanders did not have his best day. 13 for 26, 147 yards and an interception. And then uh, Gunner, Gunner Gundy. What a name, Gunner Gundy. That's brutal. Two for seven, 16 yards, interception. I don't know if you guys have seen this video roll around, but this poor kid takes is going to take his snap under center, and his hands are just shaking like this. Just, Gunner? Just, yes, oh the, nerves, man, the nerves, man. the And I don't blame him. I think he's like a redshirt freshman or something like that, redshirt sophomore. Yeah. And that's one of the yeah. first. I mean, they were down big in the fourth. Yeah. You, you're already having a bad day. You don't want to go and screw it up. He's a true freshman. He's a true freshman. I poor kid. Yeah. What a game to come in. Wow.
1: Problem was was he? He also had the most rushing yards on the team with 27.
2: <laughs> Five carries for 27. Poor That's kid. Brutal.
1: Now, poor granted, kid. longest was 22, but still,
0: still though, yeah. This poor guy. This poor. I mean, I mean, I truly, I did feel bad for. The, I did feel bad for the kid because it was like, you're getting blown out. It's not a great game. You got four minutes left. You try, uh, you know, you're trying to make the most of your first opportunity. I get right. it, and it's it's gonna be him next year if yeah. he if he doesn't get beat out. Like if he's the if he's if he's the, if he's the uh, second string, more yeah, likely he's gonna him. be yeah. So, I and mean, I
2: mean, if if Spencer Sanders is posting 13 for 26, 147 yards and one interception, obviously something is not working. Yeah. Um, now how much of that is K-State's defense and how much of that is play calling and how much of that is, like we saw last year, Spencer Sanders' inconsistency. Yeah. Which this season he's been solid so far. Yeah, he's been he's solid. He's not been lighting the world up like no, he was no, last no. year. But obviously, you know, there's still some chinks in the armor that Oklahoma State has to work out he- if they want to Get even a good bowl at this point. Spencer Sanders reminds me a little bit of what
0: Skylar Howard was for uh, West Virginia. Is he could for sure help you win some games, but he's not going to be the reason you win them. Yeah, but he will be the reason that you can lose them at time from time to time, just yeah. making bad decisions, right? Or or just making a bad throw. It's it, you know it's just it, like you said, it's kind of the inconsistency. But it's like he he's he's. Fast and true – you know, he's steadfast and true yeah. at times. But he, when he does waver, he, there's a very small margin for error with him.
2: Um, looking at the game, and I think I made a comment to you earlier about Deuce Vaughn. Um, 22 carries, 158 yards, long of 62 with one touchdown. That's a very impressive stat line. It does not compare – nearly as much to will howard absolutely not 21 for 37 296 yards and four touchdowns on still the day. don't know what's going on with adrian martinez yeah uh, but at the same time real they haven't
1: posted an injury report as yet? far as
0: i've seen i have not seen injury report for what's going on with adrian martinez that uh madison i don't know if you have or not
1: nope i ain't heard a thing
0: i have not they've been real hush hush about it and i don't i don't know what's been going on Uh, D.J. Giddens for Kansas State also got a touchdown. He had seven carries for 44 yards. You know, Kansas State surprised me a lot in this game because, number one, me and you both picked Oklahoma State to win. So this is my first loss of the Mm -hmm. week and your second. You just had to run that in. I did have to run that in um, because I dominated this week. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but uh, West Virginia didn't So You know anyway. what
0: we'll, we'll get there With You know Oklahoma State Appeared to be a team on, an, on, a, on the revenge tour They lose Literally by two inches Yeah Two inches In the Big 12 championship game They look to be poised And ready to win it this year Going to come back Maybe make a playoff run Playoff run's dead Still have a chance for a Big 12 championship game, but it's not looking great right now. No. So, and especially when you got Kansas State, this had Big 12 implications written all over it. TCU's still at the top of the league. You got Kansas State right under them. Then it's Oklahoma State. And then I think it's uh,
2: Kansas, if I'm not mistaken. I think
0: it's Kansas. Then Baylor, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Iowa State. Oh. So I think that that's the way it goes. So, your, your top five right now are TCU, in this order, TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Kansas, which is wild to me. Yeah. Kansas had a bye week this week, didn't get a chance to play. They come back and play. Um, gosh, who do they play this week? I got it. Um,
1: Texas is actually fourth in the conference.
0: Fourth in the conference.
2: So, okay. speaking on Adrian Martinez for a second, because I just found this. Um, for now, though – so earlier this week, head coach Chris Kleiman said the injury was not season ending, but it may prevent Martinez from playing against the Cowboys. Martinez has a long history of playing through injuries, so we'll probably try to suit up if he is anywhere near healthy enough to do so. For now though, Klein describes Martinez status as a game time decision. Um, all I can see as far as like an official injury report is that it was a lower body injury. Hmm, Interesting So I wonder if he did something to his knee Or something like that Maybe Took a bad hit
0: down there Overall Uh, Kansas State had Almost 500 yards of offense 495 to be exact 296 of that being through the air All by Will Howard 200 rushing yards 199 if you want to be exact But 200 rushing yards uh, And an average about 7 yards per play Oklahoma State 217 yards of total offense, 163 through the air, and only 54 on the ground.
2: That's brutal.
1: Kansas
0: State had 21 first downs compared to Oklahoma State, who had 14.
2: Uh, Brendan Mott pitched in defensively, recovered two fumbles. Um, I think they recovered one defensively and then one offensively, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Oklahoma State, again. With all these teams that lost this week, they have
2: at least three or more turnovers. Um, Oklahoma State did not register a single sack this week either, and Kansas State registered three. Um, Oklahoma State had 52 total ca- tackles. Kansas State had 45. Uh, Crew Jackson and Julius Brentz both had those uh, interceptions. 4K State, um, no returns and then no special teams plays either. So this was just an offensive showcase for K-State. Ty Zentner, he went two for two across the board, six for six on his extra points. Obviously, Oklahoma State didn't kick the ball. I don't even think they made it to the 50. Um, Yeah, just an all-around defensive shutout. This is the game that you – If you are looking at a game to coach a defense on, this is the kind of game that you want.
0: This this can also help you for for a tie as well when it comes down to the Big 12 championship. Oh, yeah. It's total points. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, Messi, you said that Texas was fourth in the conference. So, that is TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Kansas, if I'm correct, are the top five. Or does it go Oklahoma after Texas? I was
1: actually wrong about Texas. They're actually fifth. Baylor is fourth. Oh. Have they played yet, Baylor and Texas? Baylor and Texas have not played. That'll be at the end of the year. And then Oklahoma is sixth, Kansas seventh, Texas Tech is eighth, West Virginia is ninth, and Iowa State is tenth.
0: Kansas has lost to Baylor. Kansas has lost to TCU, Baylor, and Oklahoma, three straight that they've lost. Oh, man. But they they have Jason Bean in there and – He's doing okay, but he's not Jalen, uh, Jalen or Jaden Daniels. No, Jalen Daniels. Yeah, no, like, Jalen Daniels. Yeah. Daniels. There's too
2: many Jay Daniels. There's yeah. This there's, year.
0: there's too many. Yeah, but and uh, but they're all playing fairly decent. Decent, to be honest with you. You yeah. know, but uh, yeah. Okay. So, but Kansas still maybe has a shot. I'm not for sure. Um, but that's interesting. Okay, the Baylor because Baylor won yesterday. They beat Iowa mm-hmm.
2: State. So um big story coming out of this weekend uh, and this is going into our next game. I don't know if either one of y'all have anything else to say about this one. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um Michigan State jumped a Michigan player in the tunnel after the game.
0: Fix the tunnel situation. That's all yeah. I say about that. Fix it's the like have
2: separate tunnels. Yeah. You know, this is a rivalry. You know, this is an in state rivalry. And obviously, Harbaugh was on his high horse saying, Oh, we, you know, this is inexcusable behavior across the board. You know, just absolutely ridiculous for Michigan State to come in and do this. And obviously, there's going to be some NCAA action taken once the situation kind of clarifies and figures out who started what and who did anything. And obviously, it could have been a Michigan player, you know, running his mouth. Um, but, yeah, no, just absolutely – you hate to see it after a game.
0: And I understand. It's a rivalry game. I'm all for being chippy, pushing, shoving, a little altercation out on midfield. I'm fine with that.
2: Keep it on the field.
0: Keep it on the field. Yeah. Keep it on the field. Um, Peyton Thorne from Michigan State had, was 17 for 30, 215 through the air, and one touchdown, one interception. Michigan State has really fallen off the wagon. They 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 They're really lost without Kenneth Walker. They're 3-5 and five right now. This is their, gosh, what, fourth Big Ten loss? Mm-hmm. Third or fourth Big Ten loss? One and four in
2: conference. They're
0: one and four. In, yeah, so fourth Big Ten loss.
2: So, I'm trying to figure out how Michigan got all their – oh, that's why. Okay. And I, I mean I – I was trying to figure out how tippy. Michigan got all their points. <laughs> <laughs> rushing? Was it re- – yeah, it was no, rushing. No, it wasn't rushing. <laughs> it, oh, was, uh, it was field goals. Love that. So
0: kicker for the uh, – kicker for – uh, Michigan really comes in clutch there, but yeah, no, Michigan. If you're if you don't want this happening, have separate tunnels. Yeah. Fix the stadium. We yeah. see it every year with Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. we see it every year with Michigan State and Michigan. We even saw it last week with Michigan and Penn State, yeah. or, or two weeks ago with Michigan and Penn State. Like you know, it's going to happen. You built it so it could happen. Yeah, so things could get chippy. That's fine, but but at this point. You've got it's to make just it. it's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous because like every year we see it. Oh, Michigan Ohio State. They're they're getting chippy in the locker room. And I'd understand it like it'd be big news if they're on separate ends of the stadium. Yeah, it would be. But no, they're right there. One team's trying to come out, one team trying they're to They're right there. across from each other. Yeah. They're yeah. right across from each other. What do you think's going to happen? Or just
2: go full Goldberg and have police officers <laughs> oh, knock on oh, the oh door for Michigan <laughs> Goldberg. And- <laughs> Goal Michigan. Bird. Michigan. Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: Uh, but Michigan <laughs> uh, didn't have a great uh, offensive uh, showing. J.J. J. McCarthy had 15 for 25, 167. Did have a touchdown, though. Yeah. Uh Blake Quorum was 33 had 33 carries for 177 yards and a touchdown. JJ McCarthy was also the second leading rusher for
2: Michigan with 7 carries and 50 yards, which we've seen that all season for Michigan. Um, he's he's definitely not McNamara. Um, which I know McCarthy beat out McNamara mm-hmm. for this role but i'm kind of wondering if mccarthy's falling off the wagon or not and i think more games like this and we'll see a qb switch up possible yeah
0: jake Um, moody for michigan yeah mvp mvp five for five with a 50 uh 54 yard field goal he scored a total of 17 points for this game so shout out jake moody for being the mvp for Michigan football this week. Way to go, kicker. Way to go. Uh, You are the true kicker of Michigan, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, No, I mean, obviously Michigan's defense showed up. Uh, Michigan State's defense did not. And it sucks because Michigan couldn't find the end zone this week at all. This was the time to beat them. You had them beat within the 20, and – you straight-up got outplayed talent-wise. Like Peyton Thorne, we've seen him post good numbers in the past, which, granted, this Michigan State, as you said, this Michigan State team is not where it was last year or the year before. Um, Challenging for the Big Ten and making it a three-horse race instead of the two-horse race it already was. Um, And even then, Keon Coleman, fantastic game. Five receptions, 155 yards, one touchdown. You know, obviously – you're going to have that one touchdown because that was the only points they scored all game. But you still posted 155 yards on
1: five receptions. That's Jalen Hyatt numbers. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Michigan – oh, sorry, what were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say the rushing game is not there for Michigan State. That's why they're – not as good as they have been because Peyton Thorne doesn't have Kenneth Walker behind him. Just to, if, he, if he's not working out, just hand it off to him and run. He can't. He doesn't have that this year. No,
0: he he has nothing to rely on. You know to fall back on, and that puts a lot of pressure on your quarterback. Is when you want to run it, and you can't, and the passing game is just not working. I mean, you're already coming out one dimensional. Right. Michigan had 443 total yards of offense. One sixty-seven. They were actually in the. Uh, they were actually on the short end of the stick with this one. They were one sixty-seven through the air compared to Michigan State's two seven two fifteen through the air. However, like we've seen all season long, Michigan is that ground and pound type of offense. Two seventy-six rushing yards compared to Michigan State's
2: thirty-seven. Um. Speaking on the rushing for Michigan State, looking up uh, Elijah Collins. Off the top of y'all's head, guess how many games, and I just I want to make sure that I'm saying this right before I get into it. Guess how many games he's rushed for over 50 yards this season.
1: Two. I'm going to say four. Uno. Ooh.
2: Yeah, against Akron. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he had a season-high 57 yards against Akron, hmm. um, just barely. Wisconsin, he posted 14 attempts and 43 yards. Uh, obviously, we're not putting the blame on him. I didn't watch this game, so I don't know if it's an offensive line struggle. I don't know if he's just making do with what he has. Obviously, we've seen that pan out this year for Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 hard to judge a team that can only post over. Fi- or it's hard to judge a back who can only post fifty yards one game a season.
0: Well, and and like we've said all season as well, is you have to have a strong running game, or at least a, this year. At, at least a solid running game to yeah. win football games this you know, year. Like this the, year. Tr- the traditional ground and pound type of football still exists. Yeah, you still have your air raid and your high flying offenses and you got your West Coast offense and things like that. But the tried and true to win football games is establishing the ground game. I mean if you don't if you can't establish it it's great if you can throw the ball fifty times and have five hundred yards passing. That's great and all you're probably gonna win a game that way. But if you're not doing so hot and you're only and you're only getting about 100 to 200 yards through the air, you've got
2: to have that back to rely on, to rely on and not become one-dimensional. Yeah, I think if we're getting into the era of college football and football in general is if you're not posting 400 yards, you're not winning the game. No,
0: absolutely not. Right. How many, I mean, that's what I'm saying is Michigan State posted 252 offensive yards and lost the game. Yeah, you know? and they got blown out. And they, got, they got blown out, yeah. Uh, Michigan had 27 first downs compared to Michigan State's 11. Oh, Michigan also ran 78 plays. Michigan State ran 53.
2: Yeah, you're not winning games like that. And a lot of that has to go back to that ground and pound where Michigan's just controlling the clock, too. Michigan only punted the ball once, and they
0: had a total time possession of 40 minutes. Michigan State had a total time possession of 19. Lord of mercy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like going back on the on the running game. You know, it's like looking back at the Florida-Georgia game. I mean, really, the passing – was pretty much the same. Yeah. But then you look at the rushing. Florida had 100. Georgia had 239. Yeah. So, and you had a 22-point t- difference. You go to – and then you go back to the Michigan-Michigan State game. M- Michigan had 276 versus Mi- uh, Michigan State's 37. 22-point difference game. It, it ru- You've got to be able to run it to win a football game.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It, and it's not even – being a run dominant team to win a football game just being able to have that multiple running, dimensions multiple of an dimensions. offense yeah. and i think that's really what we're i think we're getting at is being multiple uh, being a multi dimension team throughout the season and on and on on every saturday just having multiple options go to whether it be passing or rushing
2: because i mean and what did we talk about last week is like halftime adjustments as far as uh, I think we covered Clemson last week, if I'm not mistaken, or the week yeah. before. Cle- yeah, because Clemson came out and beat Syracuse. Yeah, um, because Clemson was uh, down at half mm-hmm. against Syracuse, and then Dabo came out at half and was like, okay, this is what our defense is going to key on and ultimately shut down Syracuse' offense for the rest of the game. Yep. And Clemson was able
1: to turn around and win it. Yep. <sighs> Dabo is one of the best second-half adjustment coaches Right now. Yeah.
0: yeah, And it's I would say for West Virginia as well, Death Neil Valon Brown does Tigers, but that's right. somewhat decent with. <laughs> He's still so salty about that. Always. He is still so salty about that. The positive that I was saying about Neil national Brown, championship. Okay, I get it. Good grief. <sighs> the positive that I was saying about Joe that for Heisman. is, okay, look. <laughs> the past I'm time, done. I'm done. I'm done. Within the I'm past done. five years, Clemson has won – Two national championships. LSU's only won one.
2: And LSU beat the brakes off them with sunshine.
0: With, yeah, with sunshine. However, Clemson still has one more championship than you do. All right, anyway, make your point. Make are. your point. I'm they done. They don't have a coaching turnover. I'm done. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying is the positive what I was going to give about Neil Brown is sometimes he does make good halftime adjustments. Sometimes there are, there are quality halftime adjustments that he makes. That's the only positive I'm going to give this week. Um... <laughs>
2: I was about to say, yeah, I thought within 24 48 hours that Neil Brown was going to... Can't
0: trust what you see on the internet, folks. <laughs>
2: um, anyway, moving on. Um, Utah and Washington State. Honestly, did not like this pick last week. We were kind of running low on options. But this was probably the most competitive game we picked all week. Probably, yeah. Um, Utah won 21-17. Washington State. Uh, Washington State went up there and tried to scare them. Um, scoring 10 unanswered in the fourth quarter. Always brutal. Washington State
0: is a quality team this year. Yeah. They've um, given several teams a scare. They're, they've always been kind of that team that's like mm. middle of the pack to lower the pack of the pack 12. Um, probably not going to go to the net. Uh, to, could make a bowl game. Probably not going to go more than likely. Definitely definitely. not going to go to the Pac-12 championship Definitely not going to go to the Pac-12 championship. Oregon State, maybe. We'll see. (laughs) My pick. Your pick. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Uh, Utah, Cam Rising, out for this game. Bryson (sighs) Barnes comes in 17 for 27, 175 through the air, and one
2: touchdown. 51 yards on the ground, too. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you all. This is the exact same thing that we've seen all week, or especially this week. You've got to establish the run. Utah, 42 carries, 169 yards. Washington State, 19 carries, 42 yards, one touchdown. Mm. Utah had two on the ground. Mm. Um, Yeah, Bryson Barnes filling in for an injured Cam Rising. Cameron Ward didn't look too bad. 27 for 31, 222 yards passing, one touchdown. 12 carries for 28 yards, one touchdown on the ground too. So definitely – he tried his best to get the team in that position accounting for both touchdowns but it just it wasn't their day and they came very close to beating him. Nope.
0: Uh, Jason Glover for Utah also had 20 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown and then um,
2: Jaquindon Jackson Jaquindon Jackson
0: 10 carries for 43 yards and also a touchdown as well. Overall Utah had 344 total yards of offense, 175 of that was passing, compared to Washington State's 222. Again, like we said, rushing the ball is going to really, really help you win football games, 169-42. to And it really wasn't – other than that, there was not a major difference between these two teams. Washington State had one more turnover than Utah – uh, time of possession is really the only thing that kind of sticks out. Utah had a total of 35 minutes of total possession. Washington State had 25 minutes of po- total possession. So, that's a 10-minute difference right there. Yeah.
1: Which goes back to rushing. Because, Which, yeah. yeah. Uh, Utah rushed it 42 times versus Washington State's 19. So, that's going to – I think time was was the reason that Utah won that game. Exactly. If Washington State had more time – they might could have had a chance, cause they, I mean, they scored 10 in the fourth, so they made it a game. But I just don't think they had enough time. You really run out of time, and like
0: we, and if you can control the ball on the line of scrimmage, and I think that's another thing too with the rushing is controlling the ball on the line of scrimmage. Even if you're getting three, four, or five yards of play, you're still winding that clock down. I mean, 10 minutes, that's that's over half a quarter. You know, you give it up after at the five minute mark. Yeah, In in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, Washington State's only got five minutes to go down and score. And it's it didn't look great, you know. They can go down and score in five minutes, but by that point, it's what? Three, three and a half minutes on the clock at that point? And Washington State's just going to wind it on down at that point, you know. So, yeah. Utah's still in the running for the Pac-12 championship. USC, UCLA, and Oregon. It's a four-horse race at this point. Currently with Oregon coming out on top after beating UCLA. Uh, Oregon's only a one-loss team. UCLA is a one-loss team, and USC is a one-loss team. Utah is uh, kind of, I guess you'd say like the last horse in this race. They got two losses, but still very much in it. UCS, USC and UCLA still have to play each other. There's going to be a winner and a loser in that one. Uh, Utah plays Oregon in two weeks. Uh, next week, Utah plays Arizona. Then they got Stanford. Then they go on the road to Eugene, go to Austin Stadium to play the Ducks. So that's going to be an interesting one to be on the lookout for sure.
2: Oh, my God. Um, so looking at the win probability, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the last play that Utah ran, fourth and seven at Washington State's 30 with 54 seconds left on the clock. Bryson Barnes pass to the right, intercepted by uh, Wade Smith, or Joe Wade Smith at the Washington State 16, intended for Solomon Innes. Uh, Return for zero yards, clock 46 seconds, holding penalty on the defense.
1: Mm.
2: Oh, that is so brutal. Tragic. Like, you had the shot to win the game, and you did not execute because of a penalty. Rough. That sucks. Rough stuff. All right. AP Top 25. AP Top 25. Owen, start us off. Coming in at number one, Georgia. 8-0
0: after their win against Florida in the, uh, what is it, the biggest cocktail party in the world? Is that what they call it? Something like that? World's largest cocktail party. That's what it is. World's largest
2: cocktail party. Yep.
0: Georgia beats Florida 42 to 20. Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. My AP is showing Tennessee number two. And we're not going to count ties here. If, you're, if, if Tennessee is literally above the team that they're.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Number two. And Tennessee. Tennessee received more first place votes as well.
0: Exactly. Tennessee, 8 0 after just absolutely Curb destroying stomping. Kentucky. Um, this week. They move up one spot from their number three spot. Number three, Ohio State, 8-0 after their big win against Penn State. Michigan is 8-0 after just absolutely curb stomping. Uh, They're number four after curb stomping Michigan State. And then rounding out the top five is Clemson. They had a bye week this week, I believe. Uh,
2: uh, Oh, Owen, you're, you're missing a top five team.
0: No, I'm not. That's that's the five right there.
2: Oh, my. Are you telling me that Alabama's not in the top five? For what? The
0: third? Like fourth? Third? third?
2: Fourth week in a row? Yeah, wild. Absolutely amazing. I hate it for them. Um, <laughs> really. Number six, Alabama, 7-1, and one, uh, beat Mississippi State 30-6. Uh, number seven. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, TCU, 8-0 after beating West Virginia, which you will talk about it here in a bit. Um, forty-one to thirty-one. Uh, number eight, Oregon, uh, moves seven and one after beating Cal forty-two to twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine, USC. Uh, I believe they were on a buy. Mm-hmm. Um, they were either on a buy or they had to play Arizona this week. That either way, for sure,
1: pretty much a buy. Yeah. Pretty much a buy. Either yeah, way,
2: it's it's them. a bye. Um, seven and one moves up one spot. Number ten, UCLA. Uh, beating Stanford 38 to 13. Yeah, UCA USC did play Arizona this week 45 to 37. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Close Arizona 10, kept thought. it. Yeah. Arizona kept it close. Um that rounds out the top 10. Um obviously movement in the Pac-12. Yeah. Not something that we're used to seeing um, three teams in the top 10. Which granted they're 8, 9 and 10, but still. Still. Three of those teams can still make a run for the playoffs. Uh actually Yeah. Three.
0: I
1: went and yeah. count Utah. Utah's not gonna be yeah, they're, you, they're two, there's uh, no way. There's two loss. Yeah. Uh number eleven is Ole Miss. Which today were they on a bye this week? No, they played
0: Texas A. Yeah. Yeah. Well watch you get to, hey Cole, I need you to go lay down and fake an injury for me, please. Mm. Go, go fake an injury for me.
2: <laughs> Which, to be fair, that's how everyone is coached to do in that situation if you're I out of a timeout. It. It's so bad because it's very obvious what you're doing. But, like, at the same time, if you're out of timeouts, you best believe someone's faking an injury on
0: oh, that field. for beat. sure. Yeah. you got to be a good actor. you got to take a little bit of theater class there. Yeah, yeah. Just, ask LeBron Lane, James. just
1: ask Lane Kiffin about that. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James is playing for Ole Miss? Yeah, would you huh?
0: All of a sudden, Ole Miss got a bunch of NBA players on it. (laughs) Uh,
1: Number 12 is Utah that we just talked about. Um, 13th is Kansas State in their whopping win against Oklahoma State. Uh, 14 is Illinois. 15th is.
0: Don't give it to him.
1: Come on, give it to me. Cole's favorite. Yeah. The LSU Tigers. Get them.
0: Illinois, uh, this is their first seven and 7-1
2: start since 2001. They beat Nebraska 26-9. <laughs> um, obviously, LSU, we won in the bye week. We moved up three spots in the AP Top 25, but, you know, mm. it's all right. Um,
0: number 16, Penn State dropped three spots after their loss to Ohio State. UNC moves up four spots after beating, oh, what's that, Pitt, Sweet Caroline.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can't finish that. No.
0: UNC 7-1 after beating Pitt. Oklahoma State drops nine spots after losing. Just absolutely getting blanked by Kansas State. They are number 18.
1: Which,
2: fair enough.
0: Number 19 is Little Brother here. Tulane moving up four spots this week. And then rounding out the top 20 is uh, Wake Forest. They dropped ten spots. After losing, and I could not believe this, they lost to...
2: Louisville. 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 Bad. Got bad. 48-21. Yeah. Could Absolutely not believe terrible. it. Absolutely um, terrible. Speaking of North Carolina teams, number 21, NC State, go <laughs> Wolfpack. <laughs> Chokies. Um, Chokies.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, six and two after beating Virginia Tech, 22-21. to 21. Um, Syracuse falls down six spots they're number 22 uh, moved six and two their
0: second straight loss yeah that was a surprising loss that was surprising Notre Dame that Notre Dame beat Syracuse I was very surprised by that I yeah, think
2: was... Marcus Freeman saw the video of um, the little video, video. <laughs> Hey Notre Dame
0: <laughs> is now five
1: and
2: three good for him. Yeah, honestly, good for him in his first uh, season out.
1: It was not looking good at the beginning no, of the season. It wasn't. It no, it wasn't.
2: but that's why we play twelve.
0: That's why we play twelve weeks of football, baby. Um,
1: Twenty three,
0: Liberty 100. seven and one.
2: Hugh Freeze, please cut more.
0: Down? I know you just <laughs> signed a ten year extension or uh, eight year extension. Please, please cut more down.
2: Uh, were they on a bye this week or did they? No, they. they yeah, okay. They, they crushed BYU forty-one to fourteen. No, they weren't
0: on a bye week this week. They okay, yeah. I week. was trying to remember if that was last week. BYU was last, was
2: last week. Well, BYU yeah. was last week. Yes. Uh, Twenty-four. My pick to win the Pac-12. Uh, still very likely. Um, Oregon State. Uh, they beat Colorado forty-two to nine. <laughs> six, uh, six and two. Yeah. Six and two. was
0: waiting for you to say who number twenty-five is.
2: <laughs> and that rounds out the top 25
0: uh-uh, uh-uh. Why do you have a vendetta against UCF?
2: Because they're so overrated they And they thought overrated. they were good they And then not we came overrated. in they not And overrated. we crushed them They are not overrated 25 is UCF 6-2 they beat Cincinnati 25-21 They are right. not overrated I don't like UCF I I, I never understand. have And you I never don't will don't like
0: just because they they sacked Joe Burrow. That's the only reason you don't like them.
2: Yeah, they sacked Joe Burrow what three times and we curb stomped them. You didn't
0: you beat them by ten. That's that's a, not curb stomping.
2: That's a curb stomping in my opinion.
0: That's book. not no. Anyway. You're ridiculous. ridiculous.
2: Others receiving ridiculous. votes. Um Texas, horns, horns down, down. Uh, received fifty-eight. Kentucky received fifty-seven. Honestly shocking. Maryland received 36, Cincinnati received 32, Notre Dame received 24, Washington received 12, Arkansas received 11, Baylor received 9, Coastal Carolina received 8, Florida State received 8, Troy received, mm, Troy received 7, Mississippi State received 5, Boise State received 4, East Carolina received 2, South Carolina received 2, UTSA received 1, and Louisville received 1.
0: East Carolina had a big win against BYU. BYU is now 4-5. and five. East Carolina is either 5-3 and three or 6-3 and three at this point.
2: BYU started the season so hot, and they have fallen off a cliff. I, I don't know what's going on with BYU.
0: I genuinely can't. I don't understand Yeah,
2: because we were talking about it at the start of the season. We were like, BYU is an offensive powerhouse this year. They look and, good mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season.
0: And, and, well, and too, we also said with their schedule, if they can go undefeated or even have one loss. Yeah, they could win the Pac-12 again. They could win. <laughs> <laughs> they could the, but they could make a playoff run as yeah. well. They're yeah. not going to playoff this year. No, not absolutely going to not. playoff this year. Uh, not onto a chance. On to a more somber note, down in D three, Farum drops a game, hard drop. <laughs> yeah, to Bridgewater, fifty two to twenty eight. Faram loses to Bridgewater at home. Um, I, I
2: just wow. Yeah, brutal.
0: Um, Farum had a total <clears throat> had a total. Let's see, offensive yards.
2: Hey, Braden Hawkins, twenty-two for 40, 320 yards, two touchdowns, one interception.
0: Uh, I don't like this Bridgewater stat. Bridgewater had a total had uh, total offensive yards, six hundred
2: and sixty-six. Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't like that number. <laughs> Bridgewater, we need you to come back next Saturday and just get one yard against us. Get one us. more yard
0: or d- yeah. let us take a sack or so. Or just yeah. Take a sack. Yeah, either way. Ooh, okay. Uh,
2: Farham had That's... a total of
0: 394 yards, though, offensively.
2: Okay. Yeah, So it's not literally Satan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway.
0: Uh, Bridgewater also had a total of 437 passing yards. Farham had 320 passing yeah. yards. Yeah, Braden
2: Hawkins, man.
0: Look at that. Uh, ground game, though. Farum had seventy nine rushing yards. Bridgewater had two twenty
2: nine. A lot of that had to do on the back of Ronald Robinson Jr. Eleven attempts, 147 yards with a long of sixty four and two touchdowns.
0: Both had a turnover um both both had a had a fumble there. <coughs> both lost <coughs> a fumble. Uh Bridgewater did have that one interception as well. Total time possession. Farum did better. Much better this year, uh, yeah. much much better this week with a total time possession of thirty minutes. Bridgewater had twenty nine minutes, so they're right there. Uh, Farron was eight of eighteen on third down. Farron was also two of three on fourth down. Uh, they
2: clicked this week.
0: They did click this week. Unfortunately, they just went up a re- uh, up against a really good Bridgewater team. Honestly, if they'd played like this every week, mm-hmm. they would have beaten Shenandoah. They would have – let's see, who else would they have beaten? So,
2: Ferrum scored 28 points. Let's just let's just look at it in a vacuum yep. like
0: that. In a vacuum. Ferrum looks at uh, – excuse me, I'm on the wrong tab here. Just looking at this, Ferrum would have uh, – they still would have lost to UVA Wise. They still would have lost to Muskingum, and, and they still would have lost to LaGrange. Uh, they would have beat Shenandoah. They would have lost Hamden-Sydney, but they would have beaten uh, Washington-Lee. They already Gilford, beat Guilford, and they've already been. They would have already beat Guilford, so I mean, these past two weeks, the things are starting to really get rolling offensively. Trying to try and find themselves, uh, yeah, thir- score thirty-one points last week, twenty-eight points this week. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. I am thoroughly impressed with how Faram played this week.
2: Um, obviously, you know Faram. There there's no question about it now. Farum is officially eliminated from postseason play. Um which you hate, but at the same time it's a given with a one and four record in conference. Um but we saw signs of life from the offense. We've seen it the past two weeks. You know, obviously if like you were saying, if it was anyone else on that field, I think Farum would have pulled out the win. Absolutely. Um now you're one in seven overall. You need to go out on high note. Um postseason play, it's out of the question. Now all that's left to do is try and win as many games as possible and give your fans something to look forward to next season.
0: Exactly. Uh Randy Mac coming up next week gonna be a tough one. Then after that, we welcome Averett.
2: It's Hall of Fame Day. Good Hall of Fame Day. Uh,
0: two weeks. It'll be another rivalry week here on the Panther Pod. A lot of rivalry weeks during this
2: college football
0: season. <laughs> it's
2: great. A lot though. of old school it. rivalries are coming it. back to the surface too. Absolutely,
0: now. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm fairly. I, I'm really impressed. Braden Hawkins had a great showing. Twenty-two for 40, 320 yards, two, two touchdowns and, and an interception, which so, a lot
2: of that did come in the fourth quarter. Still, but at the same time,
0: that's very impressive. Still, Faram um, showing a little bit more and gaining traction offensively here. So, <coughs> I,
2: <laughs> speaking of gaining traction,
0: I'm, I'm really really glad that Faram played it close this week. You know, it, it still hurts that they lose, but you know. It's okay. We still got two games to yeah, go this year. Absolutely. Season. I'm just really trying to prolong at this point. I, I can tell.
2: <laughs> I can tell you do not want to talk about and close the show out. Uh, Messi, do you want to talk about UVA at all? Yeah. Not a whole
1: lot. <laughs> Fair enough. Very <laughs> much. Very much to say. Uh, do you want to talk about Philly? Yeah, I'll talk about them all day. Got the dub today. Just like every other week that we've played. <laughs> Um, ego birds. Yeah. Go yeah, birds. birds.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, I tried to help you out. Look,
0: we're, we're rough, but we're not UVA rough. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's
1: like I say, as long as we're doing, as long as we're doing rough and Virginia Tech's doing rough, I'm fine with it.
0: See, I can't even, I, I cannot even like enjoy my rivals losing. I, I can't even enjoy. I mean, I can't enjoy actually. I did enjoy Virginia Tech losing. I, was about to say. I did enjoy them losing to, uh, blowing a 21 or a, they lost. 18, yeah, 19, 18-point lead uh, on Thursday night. And Pitt lost this week too, didn't and they? And Pitt lost. They got crushed.
2: Yeah.
1: They got
0: crushed.
1: Who did so they play? North Carolina?
0: The UNC, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: 42-21. Honestly, I'm shocked that UNC isn't being talked about more. Like, they're – they have one loss.
0: They are gonna glide right under that radar. Yeah, and they're
1: gonna stay with one loss after next week. Yeah, UVA, they play in the UVA next week. So, oh. Oh. oh,
0: hey, another another hard hardwood game come to the gridiron. Look at that. Yeah. Um. However, it's not intriguing as <laughs> what UNC Duke was, but that's that's neither here nor there. West Virginia in their homecoming week takes on number seven TCU at home. You know. Unfortunately, I did not get to watch this game, but I don't know how fortunate it was. I was very pleased with the crowd. The announced attendance was 50,000. I was, I was very nervous, very nervous for that. Um, however, it still, hold, it still holds true that fans will support, will still come out and support their Mountaineers, win or lose. Um, I, was, I was very impressed with that. And they've been doing a lot of losing this season. Thank you, Cole. Thank you, Cole. I appreciate it. I, you still have Alabama to come I don't Okay
2: Yeah but we already made a bowl dude <laughs> That is true okay.
0: um, Anyways Anyways <laughs> I'll talk about TCU first Max Duggan had 16 for 28 341s 3 touchdowns and Interception I mean Take that interception I mean, You can't ask for anything better right there uh, Kendra Miller for TCU 12 carries 120 yards That's Cole, that's 10 yards a rush. Mm -hmm. That's 10 yards a rush right Mm -hmm. there. One touchdown. Um, And then Imani Bailey for TCU. One carry. 30 yards. Touchdown. West Virginia has no defense. Non-existent. Non-existent. Which is so unusual comparing the last – like all of Neil Brown's tenure for his past three seasons, West Virginia has had a very stout – a fairly good defense. So, honestly, I don't know what's going on this year. A transfer portal just really hit us hard, to be honest with you. Offensively for West Virginia, JT Daniels had a, had a fairly decent game. 23, 23 for 39, 275 yards, five touchdowns, interception. Uh,
2: two, two touchdowns. Two touch, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw the 275. Two seventy. I, I wish he had five touchdowns.
2: That would have was been. As I say, oh, you man. only have thirty
1: one points. Yeah, you'd have 35 thirty five if he had five touchdowns. Yeah.
2: Um, Unless you just have a really terrible kicker. That is.
0: That is very true. No, Casey Leg. They don't call him Casey Leg for a reason. Yeah. They don't. You know, know his
2: name's him. not. Le- his last name's not Leg for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His
0: parents knew what they were doing when they when they named him. You know, it's not like it's their name or anything. But you know, <laughs> uh, CJ Donaldson back in this game. He is looking rough. He Hey, uh, he had a great game, 19 carries for 104 yards, two touchdowns. However, he is dealing with a lot of lower body injuries at the moment.
2: He also looked gassed.
0: He did look very gassed. He could just come off concussion protocol two weeks ago. I mean, it's it's a rough season. He's had a rough first year coming yeah. out, But he's putting the team on his back. Absolutely. I'm, I'm – I'm so pleased that he's playing for us. Triple J, Justin Johnson, Jr., 10 carries for 36 yards. Didn't get a touchdown, but, hey, that's okay. Um, Overall, West Virginia had 430 total offensive yards compared to TCU's 494. West Virginia had 275 of that through the air. 341 of that for TCU was through the air. 155 on the ground. Compared to TCU's 153. Yeah. Neil yeah, I Brown rushed them. is now 17, 17 or 16. Neil Brown is 16 and 3 in games that he has rushed for over 100 yards.
2: And three of those games happened this season?
0: No, they have not happened this season. I Two thought, of those games have happened okay, this season. Okay. I thought all then, of them. And now TCU. Yeah. I, I cannot remember. The game that he the last game that he rushed for 100 yards that the team rushed for 100 yards and he lost. Um, I want to say that was last year maybe that that happened uh, you, but usually like we said when we establish a ground game you do, you do pretty well and you do pretty well and, and West Virginia did they established a ground game and they held right in there with the horned frogs however TCU had an average of nine yards per play. West Virginia had 25 first downs. They were 9 for 17 on third down and 2 for 3 on fourth down. TCU Mm. was 2 for 2. West Virginia ran a total of 80 plays. TCU only ran 55. Each team had two turnovers. West Virginia had a total time of possession of 36 minutes. TCU only had it for 23.
2: So what I'm looking at, and I know normally we – We each do our own team stats and do our own review. I will interject here. TCU's defense had 74 total tackles, three sacks, three pass deflections, no QB hurries, no touchdowns, Um, four tackles for loss. West Virginia, 51 compared to 74 total tackles. Mm -hmm. One sack, seven tackles for loss, so not bad, three pass deflections, and two QB hurries.
0: Also, shout out Dante Stills is now the West Virginia all-time leader in sacks. Really? In career sacks. Yes. So, congratulations, Dante Stills. Heck, yeah. Um, however, unfortunately, it was not enough yeah. to help us win the game. Yeah.
2: He got that one sack.
0: I am um, I mean, this this hurts. I expect it. i am be honest. I didn't think West Virginia was going to win this game, just the way we played. But I'm getting updates, and it's like – Hey, 7 nothing, and then my service would cut out, and then i come back, and it's 14-14, West Virginia's, you know, I got the ball. They're marching, 21-21, 24-21. You know, like, I was very impressed with how they were playing. 28-24 in
2: in at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, yeah,
0: they just they hung in there, and then TCU just put a nail in the coffin right there at the end of the fourth to seal the game up. West Virginia's now 3-5. and five. They go on to play – uh, next week they go on to play Iowa State. They go to Iowa State. Iowa State currently has zero big 12 wins. They are O and4 or O5 in Big 12 play. Uh, we then go uh, we then get Oklahoma at home on the 12th, Kansas State at home on the 19th, and then Oklahoma State on the 26th. We get probably our two toughest games of the year right at the end of the year. If we go – I I I mean, I think the decision at this point is Neil Brown might be out the door at the end of this season.
2: Yeah, I don't think – if they didn't fire him this week, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to fire him until the end of the until season. Until the end of the season. Unless something drastic happens. Uh,
0: yeah, I would I would say if we I, – I would say if we lose one more game or two more games, more than likely then at that yeah, point. Yeah, but at yeah. that point –
2: Okay, well, Iowa at that, State.
0: At that point, I understand what you're saying. It's like, why fire him? Just go ahead and finish out the season. Yeah. you got two games left. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I'm not a – here's the thing. I'm not in my feels about this game. Like I said, I was unable to watch the game. So I think that's part of the reason why. I'm still upset that they the lost. I'm very upset that they lost. Um. I don't like the fact that Neil Brown is now taking shots at the fans um that's not a big favorite for me yeah <laughs> that's not a big that's not a
2: big favorite for
0: me you're not really helping your cause there bud
2: um why would neil brown take shots at the fans when they just paid you know thirty forty 40 dollars to go and oh, not see even them.
0: that i would say it's like a, probably 100 because tickets aren't cheap anymore oh great
2: so 100 bucks to go see a team get their teeth kicked in in the fourth quarter. Um no offense to you, no, I mean, but I, get it. I mean, like you just watched this team lose, and you i mean, you said as much last week it's like thirty thousand fans on homecoming, you yeah. had fifty thousand show up, yeah. Are you going
0: to trash talk fifty thousand? Yeah. And then no. the Neil Brown the, needs yeah. to go. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not cool. He also said there's rumors. I'll have to go back and watch the introductory press conference when he was first inducted as West Virginia's head football coach. He said he would step down or resign if he's not getting the job done at West Virginia. Is that going to happen? I don't. I don't know. We'll see you. Four, it's been four seasons. My dad likes to say, "Shout out, uh, shout out, Dad! Shout out, Dave Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my dad likes to say that he he wants to give them five years. He always likes to give a coach five years because at that point, the recruits have come in. You've kind of set the tone. If they're not doing anything in year five, cut them. I, I think in this day and age, five years is still acceptable. Mm-hmm. I, I think five years is – as long as you see progression. Yes. I think if you see progression, yeah. five years is fine.
2: You haven't seen that this year. I have not
0: seen progression. I've seen regression at times, and I've also seen like a just – Five at five hundred, like just even, barely making even. So, you know, I, it's it, it's time to move on. I'm not, yeah. I don't want to put up with another. You know, at least Hol, I, I'm not going to say Holgerson was a better coach. I think Neil Brown is a nice guy. I think Monday through Friday he's a better coach, but he is not getting it done on Saturdays, and that's what I need him to do. Holgerson was getting it done on Saturdays. You know, had two ten win seasons under his tenure. Couple of seven and eight wins and a nine win season as well, and was won in a couple of bowl games. Now, historically, West Virginia is below five hundred on bowl games. We are sixteen and twenty three when it comes to bowl mm. games, which is rough. I don't like that stat, but that's about the only bad thing to say about West Virginia when you're looking at stats. But at this point in time, I think it's time to cut the cord. It's time. To, it's time to cut ties with Neil Brown. Move on. Um, i I could still see them going after Hugh freeze. here's the thing with the way contracts are nowadays it's the school sets themselves up in a bad position too if they fire a coach they got to pay a massive buyout and if the coach leaves on his own accord, nobody has to pay anything yeah. so I know Hugh Freeze just signed an extension unlikely that he would not that he would back out of that, but he's currently making under that um deal he's currently making under five million dollars West Virginia has been rumored to offer Hugh free six and a half to seven million
2: dollars yeah and i mean obviously you know you've got to go where the money is and west virginia is a historically as we've talked about in great detail west virginia is a historically dominant program you've got a lot of pedigree with the university of west virginia um not a whole lot of people see that but if you look at their overall you know win-loss record across college football it's it's a good program yep and any coach would be lucky to coach there
0: i'm still gonna be cheering them on we still can make a bowl game. Bowl game is my goal. Um after I and Cole, you know this pains me to say. After a season when I thought we could had a chance yeah, to go 10-2, I was about to say, where's that ten two season on now? But it, 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 it it died after Kansas. It, Fair enough. It died after Kansas, Fair not going lie. But you know, it's okay. Maybe we went out and go seven and five. Hey, at least you're not going to lose to Oklahoma this season. Don't give don't say that. Please don't say that. Please. Don't say that. We hope not. We hope not anyways. Messi, we appreciate you being on with us. We enjoyed it very much. Uh you are the you are the first non football guest that we had on the show. So take right. take great pride in that. I will. Friend of the show, Madison Messenger. Yeah.
1: Thank y'all for having me on. No problem. It was quite a joy. Brought yeah. some good got brought some good insight. I will say this about UVA though, which we're kind of in that rebuilding stage with mm-hmm. our first year coach. So it's hard to sit back and watch us do terrible. But also feel like you have to, you have to let him get his plays, her his players in, and get his philosophy that he wants, and see what he can do with it.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get in a you don't want to get in a rotation of
1: firing a coach every two to three years,
2: unless you're in the SEC and that coach hasn't won a national championship. But
1: well, that's because they're in the SEC and they can win a national championship. If yeah. They have the right. Yeah, if it's they all have about the, right. the brand name. Yep. All about the brand, which name. I will say this they about Tennessee because they ain't us. Yeah, I will say this about the SEC is Tennessee will now be as much as you don't like to hear this cold. Tennessee will be in the running for a long time. Just, nice. be- yeah. just, so because, is, just because, just so
2: because LSU in the West, like we're not the Big Twelve where we have the two best teams in the SEC championship game. Right, like it's definitely. I think if Brian Kelly does what he is going to do. And hopefully seal the deal, and not just have a tremendous regular season and fall short in the playoffs every single year. Mm-hmm. Brian um, Kelly, <laughs> look, it's it's the truth. Yeah. Um, hopefully, if Brian Kelly can turn around the program and have some tenure at LSU, unlike you know Ed Orgeron who love them to death, mean it. You you guys have got to have a coach in there for a long time. Like
0: Like, I mean, you're winning national championships with every six- and seven-year coach that you've got, but I'd like to see you have at least one for at least a
2: decade or something like that, you know? And, I mean, it sucks because that's so much the mentality of any SEC, unless you're South Carolina, Vandy. Or Missouri. Or Missouri. Obviously, you know the goal is to compete for an SEC championship and then a national championship on top of it. Yep. So, hopefully, we see that in Brian Kelly. We'll see.
0: Exactly. Hey, and UVA, you got a you got a great chance of beating Tech this year.
2: So, that's hey, about
0: all, we, that's all. That's all. about all we got. Hey, but, going for but us. But isn't that the only thing that matters sometimes?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, Commonwealth I, Cup. It's the, Commonwealth. it's the game of the year, man. Exactly. All right.
0: But for that, I'm Owen Sapelnik. My name's Cole Connor. I'm Madison Messenger, and this has been another episode of the Panther Pod.